was like, there's no so way like I could lose. And I fucking was, I was not bullying, but I was asking people for their votes. And I was like, there's no way I haven't won. And still to this day, Mr. Taylor, you fucking rat. I know you, I know I won. <laughs> I know I won. <laughs> Oh baby, here we go. Welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast. Hey, podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local legends, hometown heroes. I fucked that up. (laughs) (laughs) Do it again. You've never got that right. I had two beers before I came here, and now you've had two beers since you've been here, though. So (laughs) just keep it in. (laughs) (laughs) If they know, they know. Exactly. Exactly. Spend half a million dollars on this recording (laughs) studio. You can't even get the words out of your mouth. Half a million dollars will be to get Grant Daniel to replace me eventually. Uh, Podcast about growing up. We got a very funny guest. We got a podcaster. Comedian Brett Blake, how are you, mate? Hey guys, thank you very much for having me. Thanks for coming, of course, buddy. All the way from well, you live in Melbourne now, but back in the day, you grew up in Forest Field. Forest Field six oh five eight. There's a yes. There's a skate park and they've done they've called it 605 Skate. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we like ever tempted to get the knuckle tattoos of the postcode on you? Uh all? there was a phase where people were getting it done here and then like just on this on their arm there. Yeah. And I was like, but one of the guys who we used to hang out with got G unit there. <laughs> <laughs> Send it and yeah. I was like, Nah, I reckon I'm going to regret doing anything <laughs> like that. I yeah. do another know a couple of boys with six oh five eight, and it's just it's just grim. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like oh, it's just fucking low breed shit. <laughs> so Forest Field in Western Australia, and you were there what fifteen years? Was it that you? Lived yeah. There? So the uh, pretty much since I was born till I was about twenty, I only uh, yeah we lived in the same house. We never moved. And then I moved around the corner through a park uh, at a dodgy house, which was on Diosma Way. And I lived, it was just my mate's house. And then I lived there for another three years. Then I moved to Melbourne. And Diosma Way, you told me about before. You said to Google it because it got raided by the TRG, which is. For people that don't know, the internet. Company? Are we allowed to talk about this? <laughs> yeah, you can, this is one of the few ones you can okay, talk good. about. Because so, I googled it and I couldn't find it. But the TRG is Perth's version of SWAT. They're called the Tactical Response Group. And Brett right. said his house got raided. But when I googled, I mean, Beep. X dials <laughs> away. Yeah. All it showed was like satellite photos of the place. So oh, I was like, okay. Oh, we we'll have come to delete that because I've still got this the, the the number because there's still mates live there. All right, we'll remember. <laughs> but this that. house, they um. Like one of my mate's uncles, I got to keep doing lots of these things, was a bit sketchy and he would always stay at the house and not stay at the house. There was uh, kind of a caravan out the front at the time. It wasn't a caravan because it had no wheels, but it was on it wasn't its wasn't as luxe as a caravan. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, one of those things you used to put on the back of a full drive and it used to be, you know, you'd put onto the, I think it was designed to be on the back of a Hilux ute. Oh, right. right. So it was a specific thing, but it was never put onto the back of the Hilux and this Kind of homeless guy just lived there, okay, rent okay. free. Yeah, <laughs> right. He was in there. There was, if you can imagine, there was a, there was empty. Like there, was de- there was a sleeker out the front. It was a, like missing wheels. There's two sleekers. There was a Hilux. There was that. Yeah, the caravan with no one in it. The grass was overdone. We used to have a goat in the background <laughs> in, the, so in the back garden. Sick. So at one stage we had a goat, but then he ran away. Um, and He's then like, we, I can do better than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm moving to Hillary's. Yeah, he, he went to, to Hillary's boat harbour. <laughs> He's quite a socialite now. 
yeah. he became oh. a personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he sells real estate now. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't act. He wouldn't have met yeah. at, at the on goat, Facebook. You know? Yeah, he is actually. The goat's the goat. <laughs> the goat's the goat. Here's to him. Um, yeah, but you couldn't ring the council. Like, man, I've lost my goat because it was illegal to have one. <laughs> But we thought he would... Um, it's the mo- lamest illegal thing to have. <laughs> yeah, no, man, there was a lot of other shit in that house. The, we thought he would mow the lawn, but he just ate all our clothes. <laughs> and then because we were really lazy, we had a lounge room and there was just, we always had this window open so we could throw our rubbish into the bins that were outside and yeah, the goat would perfect. just watch TV all night with us, just his head through the thing. It was oh, pretty man. cool. No, so he's just like, that's man, awesome. fucking hot dog's up late. I'm going to eat yeah, some yeah, laundry now. Big brother. We were like playing World of War, not World of Warcraft, what's that, Call of Duty 2, like with the headsets, and he'd just be fucking right on to it. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting there chewing um, on a cardigan, just like, yes. <laughs> when I didn't live there because I... I uh, I think I was I wasn't in that house for a while. I moved maybe I moved back home for a little while. But um this unnamed person character that we all grew up with, he moved into the place and he was a dodgy, dodgy guy. And then so my mate's dad lived there at the time. Um my mate lived there and this guy, and then one night, about must have been one AM, all the windows in the house got smashed at the exact same time. Fuck. Then there was a flashbang thing, thrown, a couple of flashbangs thrown into the house. Mm. And knew, no one knew. I think my mate was crashing on the couch at the time as well. And no one knew what the fuck was going on. But within seconds, they were all zip tied. Oh, oh fuck. And yeah. Shit. But he, I think the guy that they were looking for, he wasn't there. But they heard he had something in the house that they were interested about. Fucking and hell. my mate's dad, Tony, who's still one of my best friends to this day, he was, because he sleeps naked, and he's just a big fat. <laughs> bloke and he's just like let me put me pants on <laughs> and, then, ate and then and he goes and he goes what's wrong with you guys i would have fucking opened the door <laughs> like, they, bust, they busted all the doors in and they broke tiles on the roof and they came through the oh, roof as well Jesus. yeah and they busted open the caravan where that homeless guy was sleeping like oh. it just all happened and tony's just screaming I'm like i just would have let you in but the thing is, they found what they were looking for, which no one in the house knew what was was there. Ah, right. So they, they didn't have to pay. So they had to then Tony had to pay for all the new windows. Oh, oh man. Is that the rule? Is yeah, it right? Yeah, yeah. If, they, if, if they find what you're looking for. Jesus. Like, yeah. Jesus. But that's it, like Call of Duty come to life. Like you would, yeah. if you had been playing earlier that night and then that <laughs> happened, you would be like, what the fuck? I, was, is- I used to smoke a lot of weed back in that particular <laughs> time. And I don't reckon I could have dealt with that. <laughs> if you were playing while it happened. Yeah. You're like, graphics on this TV. I'm just getting Dragged out crying, like, is this happening? <laughs> I just picture it's the goat playing Rainbow Six. <laughs> it's just like, all right, we got to do a bridge bang and clear. Oh, like that's the, so even crazy. the goat zip tied. <laughs> Man, he's a real estate agent. Yeah. I, I just want to sell property. I do. Um, <laughs> we often fuck? we often start by just saying, you know, give us uh, sort of the vibe of the place. But I found a news article that kind of does it for us. I'll show you guys. The headline is Perth Hoons film themselves driving along dedicated bicycle path at high speed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing left in the rest of the article. That's the fucking whole story. This is the this is um, there was just a quote like halfway through that. Uh, really uh, tickled me. Oh, I think I remember news. this. You're about to see a dangerous joyride that will leave you shaking your head. The hoon could have driven along a near empty Perth yes. highway, but chose to reach risky speeds on a bike path <laughs> at night. The video has outraged residents and police. Yes, here we go. <laughs> Perth shortcuts. Does anyone know this road? This isn't a road, it's a bike path <laughs> in Perth's east. <laughs> 
the car engine roars as the driver speeds up. Off-roading taken to a dangerous new level. This is how we party in Forestville. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. Uh, also, like he's not really doing the wrong thing because no one in Forestville rides a bike <laughs> yeah, on a yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. Although he does follow that up with... Um, Drive Where we get blind and drive blind. on footpaths. So <laughs> maybe they're getting blind. <laughs> That's yeah. so good. Right. Ev- everyone the, the is still – the best thing about Forest Field and still going back is that everyone is the same. Even if, like, they're a new generation but I've met that person before, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I know you again. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like I, odds are I would have known that guy. Totally. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's just like always the, the same. It's like six you know? characters and they just all interchange. Totally. You know? They're just all the same people. Like it's it's great that some of my some people I grew up with still live in the same suburb and they've still got the same like beef with the same people. That <laughs> yeah. It's like, brother, it was 20 years ago. Let it go. <laughs> and so what are we talking about size-wise? Is it, is it, is it um, and it's like on the outside uh, suburbs of Perth, right? But you, is it far enough out that you, you wouldn't say you're, you're, you're in Perth, right? You're in the suburbs. It's, it's, Deep suburb. I don't know if it's how to say deep because Perth's very coastal. Yeah. So everything along there, and we're about probably forty-five minutes from the city, or maybe an hour okay. yeah, inland. Yeah, yeah. But it's at the bottom of the hill. So when we grew up, and it's changed a bit now, it's probably more suburban. There was a lot of small farms, like orchards. That's where people used to keep their horses, or the rich people who lived up on the hill. Mm-hmm. They keep their horses down in Forest Field. Uh-huh. So there's a lot big paddocks, big properties, mm. like some orchards, small farms, or whatever, and then just. A a lot of fuck all yep. and mm-hmm. big power lines. There was, the, we used to ride, I mean, we used to ride dirt bikes and be able to, like my mate had some property, but we'd just go off the road and we could ride up fucking the, like there was nothing mm. there. There was yeah, no, yeah, 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 it yeah. felt kind of lawless. Yeah, right. Yeah, there was, so that Perth shortcut is you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's more developed now, but there used to be big empty lots where now there's houses and shit like that but you'd get like 20 acres in the middle of fucking nowhere which would just be bush yeah. and you just make BMX jumps there it was pretty fucking sick when I think about <laughs> it <laughs> sounds like a great place still to still is yeah. 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 there was always a creek it's Woodla Pine Creek and for some unknown reason but if you ever come from a shit town someone always used to bury porno magazines there <laughs> yes. and yeah. it was somehow in your DNA if you were born in 6058 you just knew where, the, where to dig for the porno <laughs> stash so we'd always <laughs> Go down to the creek and dig it up. Like it was under this big tree, and there'd always be porn there. And you'd watch it, like you'd look at it, and then you put it back into the paper bag and bury it again for yeah, the next yeah, generation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. I remember when me and my mate down the down the road, uh, there was like a yeah, a bit of a reserve, and we were fucking around on our bikes. We would have been like ten or twelve, like, and we found like a porno magazine or whatever. And but we're too young. I don't know. Maybe we're like eight. So we're too young to even like be that interested in it. We're just like this is disgusting, almost, you know. And then my <laughs> mate's brother was like, "What do you got there?" You know, he would have been fifteen. We're like, "We found this." And he's like, well, I'll take care of that. I'll dispose of that. <laughs> and I'm like, lucky he was here because he's just going to jerk it off with it. You know? But there was always fucking, yeah, just shit buried around, just weird things you'd find in the Always, thing. Always buried and it's the same. I don't know. It's like a generational thing. I, I think it's kind of, I don't know. It's like the To me, it's kind of like the first version of email or something like that. You know what I mean? Like we send it to the tree. Someone comes to the tree, picks it up, you know. Just a Beautiful. map where you bury yeah. your porn. You know? yeah. It's, yeah, it's just a USB drive being found in the middle. Of just like buried six feet under, being like, "What's on here?" And it's like we should probably never touch that USB. Yeah, drive. that's probably not. There, it's w- it was funny that the we did in 
because we went to a school called Woodlapine, and we all did in year one. We did a, we did a time capsule. Oh yeah, um, with all these fucking stories in it, and they uh, they buried it under this big porce. Like for some reason, it was a triceratops. I don't know, like paper mache big yeah, thing yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. in a courtyard. It looked like shit. <laughs> anyway, but it's it gets opened in twenty. Maybe it was twenty twenty. So it's maybe it's already been opened. Yeah. But so when they when they buried it, they had everyone's information and all this shit into it. But someone, I don't know who, <laughs> digged it up. <laughs> oh no! Two years after that, so and then it's long gone. It's in. It was actually thrown into the creek. <laughs> so I love that they had they're going to have this big ceremony where they. Dig yeah, it up, yeah, yeah. but it's not fucking there. It's <laughs> a note from someone just sucked in. You know? Yeah, oh, I thought you were going to say they like replaced it with porno. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been good. A ribbon and pull a people oh, magazine. Yeah. <laughs> it must be from a long, long time ago. A lot of bush. <laughs> it's Imogen Bailey. Right? <laughs> it was oh. always Imogen Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever in Jamie's one. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I mean, if you ever she was read the a Ralph one. magazine or a Zoo magazine. Who in was that one from Big Brother uh, with the brunette? Oh, Crystal. Crystal. Yeah. Yes, yeah, on every other other cover. Ooh, yeah, my heart's going back. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, so was that a bit of a paddock drinking style? You would have been drinking early, sort of down at the park, sort of thing, or was it you, you behaved yourself when you were a kid? 15, when, 16, sort of oh, 15, 16 years, years old, you probably would have. I mean, there's not much to do, yeah, so it's a lot of day drinking or sorry, nighttime drinking. So we used to go grab beers at the and then walk to the local park, but uh, our local park. Was when when we were young, it was kind of the place to be after school because school finished at three o five, but the high school finished at three fifteen. Yeah, and nearly every day there was a fight at this park that was between the two schools because <laughs> it used to drop down into a big circle. Yeah. Like seven, but it used to flood as well. So we, like if it was big rains, you could take a like a bodyboard in there. Oh, shit. It was sick. But if not, it was like a fight pit. <laughs> and then we just always pretty much once a week you'd just be hanging around there and watching someone fight in this pit for no reason. That's like, oh, yeah. man, it's like it's like. Purpose built for it. It's yeah. like a gladiator yeah, it was, arena. It was like a gladiator arena. Yeah. Sounds like a stage from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it really fucking does. I, I, I don't know how, like, to, to me it's so normal. Yeah. Mm. But then when I tell people, like, oh, you'd never walk through this park at night because, you know, someone's been stabbed here or, yeah. or blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's like, it's hard to, to me it's just normal. Yeah. And I don't know how weird it is to other well, people. Well, like, we, we used to have a thing, it was like outside the school, it was called Stompers. And it was this area, I don't know why it was called that. I think it was because it was like, stomp on people there but it was like a little park sort of like what you're talking about but if there was ever a fight at school because people didn't want to fight at school because they'd get like expelled or whatever so it'd be like that's it let's go to stompers that's it we're fighting yeah and then the whole school would follow those two idiots to, to, the, the yeah. whole school would funnel out like this and all the teachers yeah. would be like don't go there <laughs> so everyone would just leave go across the street and fight each other in a place called stompers and i remember being like yeah that's pretty normal yeah. you know like we had that but it was the tanks and there were these water tanks so high school's here you go up a hill and then just these fucking water tanks. We used to climb up and drink on top of them. But that was it. You're like, I'm fucking meet you at the tanks after school. Yeah. Same thing. Whole class. Everyone. Because as soon as you see 10 people walking that way, you're like, oh, there's a fire. <laughs> yes. And you just follow it. The whole fucking school the, go out the door. The only thing that used to really be concerning is that it could, because it was between the two schools, but because it's kind of like a low 
breedish area. Sometimes there'd be actual adults. Yeah. That guy's in my brother's year and I know that guy works at the fucking liquor land. You know what I mean? There is a caveat that this is cool when everyone's under 16. Yeah. It's sort of like yeah. weird. It's a weird growing up. If the guy's like 25, like, get him. It's like, yeah, but it's like man, if you got beef, you got beef. <laughs> <laughs> Just the cleaners at the school are fine. I remember oh, one time, because we had a police officer permanently stationed at our high school. Oh, he just had his own amazing. little thing. But I remember once an adult who was, you know, like, well, seemed so old to us at the time, but must have been 25. Mm. Um, and was he, this guy at our school, probably he would have been year 11 or year 12, or maybe year 10 because most of them dropped out then. And he was picking on his brother. So the older brother came down, who was like 25, to the school to confront this bully, and the bully just bashed him. Oh. <laughs> so he oh, came to a school as an adult, got towed, and then uh, had to walk home and say, uh, we're like, oh, <laughs> that sucks. I'd move school if oh, I was your brother. Dude, your brother brutal. comes and just gets towed yeah. as well. Fuck, you know. The whole brutal. family's got to leave at that point. Yeah. Like, that's oh, that's pack generational shame. We're moving to Hillary's, baby. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's, everyone's going to Hillary's. But it was uh, after, like, like high school and stuff, you'd there's nothing to do, so you'd just street drink, walk yep. around. You'd go to like the Woodlapine Oval. If your mate had a car, you'd just someone would put always put it on the school oval and just fucking just go to town doing, you know, doughies and just shit. doing doughies, figure eights, and because once again it had that lip where you went onto the oval. Mm. So there used to be two sand traps at the top of Woodlapine and a, a car park with a lip that went down to the oval. And you just fucking go, just send it. <laughs> I feel real bad because my sweet, sweet granddad, um, rest in peace, he gave me, a, I think it was his Corolla, which was his pride and joy. He got the car taken off him because he went through too many red lights because he just didn't care anymore. Yeah, he just wouldn't stop and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just remember absolutely making that fucking thing fly on that thing <laughs> and then it getting bogged in one of the sand pits and we're trying to fucking tow it out. Um, but it, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it was just a fun, and it was always a fun game when the police came because yeah. then you're just trying to outrun them and yeah. you'd always know little ways to get out of the school quicker than them. So they would like, you know, there'd be cop cars coming from both sides and they'll try and fucking do whatever. And you just run, like you always had an exit plan and you knew where you were going. <laughs> but sometimes you just set the alarm off at the primary school just to see how long it took the security guards to get there. <laughs> and they would always rock up. Like one guy would rock up in a Hyundai Gets and we'd just stand there. Like there'd be like 10 of us. And we're like, what are you going to do, cunt? <laughs> <laughs> like, we know you're here. you got a flashlight. It's just, you just... got to fucking slide the front seat forward to put us in the back seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a three-door fucking It's like, what, you're going to fucking drag all 10 of us away in your fucking 1.2 litre car? <laughs> So we, the guy would just come, we'd bully him, and then he'd leave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's and then the brutal. cops would come, and then you'd run off again. Yeah. So. Did awesome. you um, – I know, I know that Perth, it's a big – well, Western Australia – uh, favorite beer, and we couldn't get it. We wanted it for the pod. We've got little creatures, but emu export. Emu export. And now, what? So, what is it? Is is everyone drinking that over there, or is it a bit of a cult classic in Perth, in Western Australia? So it's ba it's a working class man's drink. So it was emu export, emu bitter, Swan Draft. There were there were the West Australian ones. Yeah. Um. But when you were young, you were kind of cool, so you didn't. You didn't drink Emu Export. You drank uh, Carlton Cold or Tui's Extra Dry. That yeah. was the young man's beer. But then yeah. when, you, when we got to about 20, we were always on the sport, um, which is Emu Export. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it became – now it's kind of gone the other way where 
You know when like rich kids see people doing things and they're like, that's fucking ironically funny. So yeah, now it's become fun- Melbourne bitter. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like everyone drinks it because it's like, I want imagine being poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yuck, yuck. Let <you> know? <laughs> 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 me choke down the swill. It's funny. My dad owns you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but it's real popular. I was looking, we were trying to get it just to have it on the pod and we couldn't. And I was looking on Dan Murphy's and... There are like 80 five-star reviews for it on Dan Murphy's. Most of the people are blowing up that it's not available anywhere but Western Australia. And there's a lot of people who've moved. And it's called Bush Chooks. Is that, is that so another the, name? The Bush Chook is um, it's, its unofficial name. Yeah. And there's a guy who um, sends me a lot of fucking free merch, like undies and shit. That, but he has a, a, a web, uh, like a fan page called Bush Chook and he makes his own merch. Oh, and right. he's, and West, like, I don't, no one knows who owns EMU Export. It must be like a big conglomerate. Yeah. They have no sales rep. They, have no, they do no advertising. Yeah. So this guy just makes all this merch and makes a fucking killing. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> Right, well, let us say shit. right now, we love Emu Export. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in dire need of new underpants. <laughs> yeah, send them along. It's, it is a working class, but there's all these guys who are just like waxing lyrically, like poetically about how much they love it. And it's just so, it's so great. They're just like, you know, Export is a great beer and tastes like a proper Aussie beer should. Clean and fresh with just the right amount of bitterness. Sinking an ice cold bush chook is like reuniting with an old friend. And as the saying goes, nothing changes between old friends. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at these guys. Oh, that's no one. On, see, that's this, the, this sounds like the merch guy just yeah, rewriting his own. Uh, well, the reason, the reason why it used to be uh, so popular, it was, um, and uh, it's a uh, it's a coin phrase amongst my mates, which is. 30 cans for 32 bucks, making money. <laughs> so I said, because my, my, dad, my dad came to that house, that house that got raided one time, and I was like, I'll put on dinner, which was a, 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 I used to live like an absolute low breed. So I'd buy a barbecue pack from Coles, which had like two pork chops, two sausages, fucking hamburger Fuck meat. Yeah. I'd buy a bit of salad, then I'd buy a block of export and a bottle of Passion Pop, and that would get me through to about. Like and then a bottle of something else, and that was my week pay gone, and that's how what I'd drink all week. And then yeah. Sunday was desperate, so I'd get on the passion pop, <laughs> which is like three dollar wine. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all familiar with it. Yeah. But uh, Dad came over, and my mates were over, and I said, 30 cans for thirty two dollars making money," and he goes. <sighs> In can I have a Bex? <laughs> like, have a nice and I was like, fuck. Right. It's the only time I've seen his soul leave his body with me, which you'd think would be more. <laughs> There's so many. I just read a, a couple more though. This guy is like, for a one way ticket to heaven, you need to look no further than getting a 90 liter esky, filling it with frozen cheesels of H2O, and dropping in 60 cans of this golden throat liquor. Once it slurries up, slide a hand in deep and prepare to enter utopian dream. It simply does not get any better. <laughs> this guy, and then, I know. know. And then one more. This started my career in this stuff. It was the best back then, and after having left the brand for 10 years, I've returned like the prodigal son and picked up where I left off. If you love something, set it free. If it returns, then it's yours. I'm yours, Emu Export. P.S. Bring out some singlets. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this guy needs to get onto your merch card. They yeah. used to do, um, a few mates used to do the Kimberly Cold. So there's, uh, which is warm beer. So like, ah, oh, it's fucking Kimberly cold. And I'd leave the export out and drink export warm, which was the rankest thing yeah, that sounds bad. in the fucking world. That's that guy horrible. is actually, 
Yeah, I pulled his tooth out on Australia Day as a dare, <laughs> <laughs> and then he vomited. I remember that very specifically. As a in date. response to the tooth being pulled out? Or I think so, because okay. I, I, it was wobbly, but I don't reckon it was ready to go. Ooh. And he said, I'll give you $100 if you take out my tooth. I was like, yeah, man, of course I'm going to do it for $100. And he's and like, just with a pl- pair of pliers you Yeah, did a pair of pliers. Oh, okay. And he goes, nah, man, you're too weak to yank my tooth out. I was like, I've already got <laughs> oh. the pliers in my hand. I don't give a fuck. Oh, oh, man. And then a mate held his head down, and that tooth was not Which ready to tooth? come out. Like, oh, where was it? No. Uh-uh, yeah. oh, so, like a mole. Yeah, so you say ready to come out, but it wasn't, his, it wasn't his baby tooth. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was an adult one that was wobbling and he didn't want to go to the dentist. Uh. And it just. It, well, he it, did go to the dentist, but he went to the Brett Blake dentist. Yeah, and I just remember the thud and then just so much blood coming. Oh, I think I pulled the root out. Oh, yeah, his girlfriend Lord. drove him home after that. It was pretty sick. <laughs> the that's, emu export dentist. But that's so, like. That's ooh. a little ciggy holder now. I love, a, I love a guy who's got that one missing. You slide the ciggy straight Why in there. That's perfect. It was. I I got to finally take my. Because my missus is from New Zealand, a beautiful town called Nelson, and it's near the fucking beach and, you know, seashells and fucking moisturiser and it's beautiful and there's drum circles. And I took her back to Forestville and I took her on a tour and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Even now, it's like, what the... I took her to the local pub. She's like, I feel like I'm going to die here. And I'm like... Because <laughs> I remember one time we went to uh, a local pub, which is actually a, a pretty cool pub, um, but there's a lot of old cranky locals there and there's a jukebox. And I remember one time I thought it'd be funny just to wind everyone up there because they're fucking serious and they're probably a little bit homophobic. So you know that song by Mika, which is like, everybody's going to love today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I put that on 17 times in a row. (laughs) (laughs) And the next day the Duke Mox machine wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) It's been never seen again. (laughs) Buried in a shallow grave. Oh, that rules. Yeah. Well, Forest Field has maybe, what have we done? This is probably the 43rd episode of the pod, right? Yeah, 43rd, yeah. Forestfield has maybe my favourite image of the oh, entire pod that we've done. Okay. I think and, uh, I know this one Yeah, well. I think Brady would know this. And the headline from news.com that <laughs> is, Red Rooster closes two stores after disgusting images breaching food standards. Image. Oh, no. Okay. That's <laughs> so, big call for Red Rooster. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you guys haven't seen this image yet, have you? I haven't. I no, spotted no. it in my okay. research. It's, yeah. it's all time. My, I, my first job was at Red Rooster, so I've seen this IRL. Like, that. None of these stores are fucking any hygiene. So it's policies, not just. Let me tell you. So this right. is so apparently so like a fi- so Red Rooster in Forestfield and another town in Perth abruptly closed after photos leaked of their bad food handling standards, mm. and so this is the photo. Uh, it's a hatchback car boot <laughs> <laughs> with a bunch of cooked chooks. And you'll notice that the boot is lined with cardboard box oh. to keep them so from... It's just cooked chickens just in a boot. Loose. No, loose. loose. To keep chicken. them mingling with the felt of the boot. So oh. there is cardboard there to do that. But I, I like to think of the other... It's, it's fucking rank. And, of course, it was at that... Um, Red Rooster uh, makes total sense, but the the fact is, like, it's I like to think it was that guy's first day, and you know the pressure you're on your first day is like, yeah, man, drive the chickens to the fucking shop. Yeah. <laughs> Down the, they're out of chicken. It's, yeah. you know, it's a chicken. It's a crisis, and he's like, oh, okay, just puts them in his boot, and he thinks he's doing the right thing, uh, and now he's closed down his shop. Yeah, I'd have no idea. So it says like. Uh, so the images shared on Facebook show a pile of cooked chicken stuffed in the back of a branded hatchback outside of a store in Forestfield in 
Perth. The unsanitary process was made even more alarming as the birds were reportedly being transported on a day when temperatures had exceeded 30 degrees. And then there's a quote. The chooks were on rotisserie skewers being brought into the store, said Mark Copley, who took the photo. The boot was lined with cardboard, but nothing else, not wrapped, not refrigerated. The opportunity for cross-contamination is immense, plus the fact that the food is stored in the danger zone for temperature. Which is a car boot. <laughs> you don't the need any zone. of this shit. It's just chicken in a boot. <laughs> That's all <laughs> there is. My favorite thing is like both the Red Roosters closed, but they just had like A4 paper with like uh, Times New Roman t- typeface saying like closed due to unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> well, it's true. But I love how like some guy snapped that and was like, this is not good. But so whoever's loading the chicken in the boot. Then just left it unattended for eight. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it's just sitting there. It's not like he was loaded I'm in. I'm honestly not sure if you guys clock this, but like on the car boot, it said delivered rooster. So, like, it's got the red rooster and the logo there with a harp <laughs> while there's at least seven chickens <laughs> and there. The guy who took that photo, there's no way. I just, I know every cunt in Forestfield. He would have taken that photo and then gone, yeah, chicken roll and chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, would have yeah, gone yeah. straight into that shop and ordered. You know what or I mean? just yeah, yeah. Or taken one out of the back as well the, with him. The guy who owns the Red Rooster because I used to work for him in the shortest career span ever. So him and his wife uh, owned the Subway and then they bought out the Red Rooster which had that big lot where they are now because their idea was if we combine Red Rooster and Subway together on the same block, we've got the men and the women sorted. <laughs> and they were correct. The they made heaps market. of money, yeah. But I worked for him. I uh, got a job once uh, at Subway and I only lasted uh, about half an hour. <laughs> Because I thought I wanted to just chop shit up at the back. That's what I thought I was doing because yeah. I don't want to fucking talk to cunts. I don't like people. And uh, it was a trial. And then uh, a guy called, I'm going to say Alex because that was, I, can't, I don't know, I won't say his last name. Mm. But uh, and they go, oh, Brett, you're going to have to make a sandwich. I was like, oh, I just want to chop shit up at the back. And I don't like interacting with people. Um, and I uh, started, I was at the front and then it was a guy from high school who I had previously been in a fight with <laughs> and he didn't do the best. And so this was his moment to fucking towel me up while I'm training yeah, in front of the bosses right. or whatever. So I was like, hey, mate, how are you? You know, what do you want? You're like, chicken, yeah, cool, cool. And they're walking me through it as he's standing there and he's like, a little bit of lettuce. Uh, yeah, 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 put some lettuce on there. He goes, oh, yeah, too much. And I was like, mm, okay, take a bit of lettuce. He goes, no, no, no bit more back on that oh, oh no. And then at the end of it, I just went, fuck this, fuck you, and fuck somebody. <laughs> I, I walked out with a shirt on. I was like, you fucking can't. Yeah. And we just left. Walk like, straight to the park. Like, yeah. I'll make it yeah. Round, Round two. two <laughs> you know? Did you guys ever uh, work in the fast food industry for a bit? My first job at Red Rooster, yeah. I did, a, I did a stint. I was saving up to go to Japan with my ex-girlfriend, so I took a few shifts at like a – a pizza delivery place, but though it was not one of like the big companies like Domino's or Pizza. It was just like a local chain. Mm. And man, that was one of the best summers of my life. Cause I got <laughs> like, uh, I was, uh, you know, those customer service things they like, uh, the focus groups they do now where it's like, Hey, if you like uh, test out these products, you'll get paid in Maya gift cards or something like yeah. that. I did that in about 2007 where it was a cigarette smoking one where they're like, <laughs> we'll give you 200 cigarettes and $200 cash. And all you have to do is smoke all the cigarettes. And I was just like, it sounds like my dream yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, sounds like I don't punishment. know how that is like legal. That can't be legal. I, I don't think it is anymore. So, like, uh, we, got, we, 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 we got all these. Normally, I pay a dollar for it. <laughs> yeah. You'll pay me to So, we got all these packs of cigarettes that, like, uh, 
I guess this was pre-plain packaging, so they had no packaging on them. And they're like, all you've got to do is like, you take all these, you go for two weeks, then you come back and you do a survey about how good the cigarettes are. They're probably made from asbestos or something. Yeah, you know, but just even, a- even like me and my friends were like, I can't smoke that many cigarettes in two weeks. So we just had this like in our house in Epping, we just had this like small plastic worst bag that had about... 200 to 500 loose cigarettes in it and when i delivered pizzas i just had them on my passenger seat while i put the pizzas in the back and smoked cigarettes and listen to music and man it was the best summer of my entire life <laughs> <laughs> so like, i can pull and jam me over as a cop and just see that i've got like, I've got em- go em- for it <laughs> emphysema and diabetes was the best <laughs> summer of my life there's like so many times not being able to find the place on pizza because but- this was before like iphones as well so i was using a gps that my friend gave me, and when it ran out of battery, I was just guessing where I was going in the North Shore, and I had no idea. And one time, a guy called me like real angry, and I just had his pizza, and I was nibbling on it while smoking most cigarettes. Guys, most guys, when they fantasize about their youth, was like, "Man, I was, you know, as a young buck, I was getting all these girls." Jamie's just chuffing <laughs> <laughs> pizza. Jamie's got Santa Claus sack of cigarettes and like yeah. the pizza, and he's just like, "Well." Can't find this brick's house. Better eat the pizza. <laughs> Man, yeah. if you walk past Jamie with a bag full of darts and just seeing him eating pizza, you'd be like, who is this? <laughs> you'd probably be like, this cunt's living his best life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the slim sleek, Jamie, right? You would have uh, been no, the best was, shape of your life. No, no, I've been in a lot of shapes. And, that was, <laughs> and all that of them bad. bad. <laughs> He's been a in a lot one. of boxes of shapes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad one. Oh man, that's great! So you were <laughs> oh, yeah. a red rooster though. You early on, yeah. Like as soon as I could, I think it was like fourteen and something months. Whenever you can, whenever you can, like yeah, legally work, then yeah, um, yeah. yeah Mum's like, no more pocket money. You're getting a fucking job. And I would, I should have had that. I never. My my fucking sister worked at McDonald's, and then she came home crying one day, and was like. Just balled me up. She's like six years old. I mean, she's like, never work at McDonald's or any of their horrible. And the, and I'm just sitting there like, oh my god, you know, I'm like <laughs> yeah. ten years old. Like, all right, not doing that shit. Like, scarred from it. I had a mate who worked at Subway. This was a good scam we had going. Do you remember when Subway had the um like lick and stick like loyalty cards? So yeah, you'd, you'd get like a free sub every fifth one Is or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mate worked at Subway for ages in in uh, Queanbeyan and. He just stole a roll, like a full thick roll of those stickers and then just a box of the cards. And we had like a, it was like a fucking factory line. Like we were just like, and just making the cards. So we just had stacks of cards with all the free subs, but they all had serial numbers oh. and they were all in the same. So we'd go in and be like, hey, we'd just all have free subs. Like yeah, just, uh, you know, give me whatever the meatball. And then the manager would come out and start reading them and like, nobody's getting eight stickers in a row in, in normal life so yeah. this is like zero zero one zero 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 two and then eventually we got like they were just like, we you know taking them office and we, we got something off. similar like because i my after that subway job because i knew i like i could either easily tell me to fuck off because i knew my mate's dad was going to get us a, he promised me a job at the airport mm. and that was probably my first real job working like freight and um my other mate uh, my other mate, yeah, worked at a similar freight company just further down the road. And one day there was uh, something fell off the belt. <laughs> and just so everyone has an idea of what this working environment was like, to get the job, um, one of the questions were, if you see a gun going around on the conveyor belt, do you, A, 
tell a duty manager and report it to fucking OHS. B, uh, walk around with it and uh, pretend you're funny or something. And C, <laughs> shoot it off loudly. Yeah. Scary yeah. One. C. I, I ticked C as a joke because yeah. I thought it would be funny. And they didn't even ever question me about it and gave me the job. That's how little they looked yeah. at anything. So this Coles, so that at the time they had Coles cash. So it was like a voucher. So if you went to Coles and you spent 200 bucks on grocery, they'd give you five bucks Coles cash or 10 bucks Coles cash mm. that you could use at Coles. But my mate, this thing fell off the belt, which was just a box of $10 worth of Coles cash. So about 2000 bucks worth of Coles cash. Right. So we, one weekend, like mapped out where all the liquor lands were because you could use the cash. Mm. And we planned to have the world's biggest party at his house because he had some acreage. We invited oh, everyone yes. over and then we go, all right, we hit the road at nine. It was like Bonnie and Clyde. I had my fucking tea, Cortina. Uh, we drove around, <laughs> but we go, man, we don't want to rouse suspicion. So we'd only go to each shop and buy two cartons of beer and one bottle and would go in with the same story. And the story was um, everyone at work put their Coles cash together and we did a lottery and all you won. And yeah. everyone believed that story yeah. besides one guy. We did 10 bottle shops. I must have had... Oh, so like the car was full of bottles and beers and shit like that. And my, the only reason why my dad didn't get angry at me is because I bought him a carton of Monteith's and he really liked it. It was a fancy mm. beer at the time. But then somehow he got, one of the guys remembered my name and then rang every person with that name in the phone book and eventually my, rang my nan. And my nan's like, hello. And this guy's like, oh, sorry, do you know a, a young guy? What he's done is he's kind of done a... Like, we believe a scam at a bottle shop. She'd go, oh, that would be Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 15 grandchildren, but uh, yeah, that, that, would, that would be Brett. And she goes, uh, my nan, because like, my nan's sweet and innocent. She did it on purpose, but my nan grasped me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, oh, I'll ring ring Sue and Charles in the th in the book. And then rang, rang daddy's like, hello. And she's like, this is thing from the bottle shop. And he goes, yeah, I know what they're up to. I'll tell them to send it back. So then we had to drive all the piss back to this oh, one one no. in Caddington. But I kept uh, one bottle and one and two cartons because Dad still wanted to keep the Monteiths. <laughs> <laughs> and we just we, I just left it at the front and fucking drove off. So oh, fuck how'd hell. the party end up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> his dad was away. We, we had this big bonfire ready to go. Fuck. We had jumps ready. To, like it was a sick bit of property. Um, and then we we're like, man, oh, we're going to get was... so many babes tonight. <laughs> and then we just cancelled and just drank, drank. It was, I think it was like fucking, it was real McCoy. Like we could have got Jim Beam, but, and we just drank the carton and that in a park somewhere. Yeah. And then <laughs> it was just depressing. <laughs> Love how the jump set up as well. You know, like, you know what babes love? Jumps, you know. <laughs> Man, you've never seen me go over it, <laughs> Trust me, your pussy will be wet. <laughs> oh, that's fucking rules. Man, also, uh, I've got something. Uh, you told me that you were on the front page of the West Australian oh, once. God. Uh, yeah, did you find it? I Well, I found things about... So it was called the Calamunda Riots. Yeah. And I found things about it, but I, I couldn't find a picture of you and it just sounded like people getting two pieces of music festival punching on. So so oh, I, I won't tell you parts of this story because some are, some are pretty fucked. Um, <laughs> Love it. So I, I'll say it and then if I, if, if I say it wrong, I may have to ask you to delete it. But <laughs> I reckon I can get through it without fucking up. Yeah, yeah. So in, uh, in high school... Um, 
I, I was probably, I was heavily medicated because I had ADHD. I've got crazy ADHD. In primary school, I was never medicated. I was a pain in the ass. I was in trouble all the time. It was the, I was always up to fucking something. Mm. And uh, so eventually I was put on like six dexamphetamines a day, which even as adults a is lot. a fucking lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I went to multiple psychologists and that's what they had to do. So in high school, I was pretty, I was pretty, Wired and calmed down, but I was calm because they do the reverse. Yeah, and amphetamines do the reverse for people with brains yep. like yep. me. Yep. So I was kind of more mellow, but on the weekends, I didn't. One of my rules was I didn't have to take my medication, so I could just be myself. You know what I mean? Because it was it fucks your personality. And one in this particular town of Forestfield, we would always have there was big parties because no, you couldn't go to a bar. You know, you're 15, 16. But the problem is if you Said you're going to a party, word got around that there was a party somewhere mm. and there'd always be someone crashing the party. Mm, mm. And sometimes people would crash our parties and there's rival suburbs. So Calamunda, uh, High Wycombe and Forestfield, we all hate each other mm. um, just because of footy and things like that. And we just general hatred for other suburbs. Um, and then it's just that low breed thing. It's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Springfield Shelby. Well, yeah. makes it, no to sense. bring that up, is there a, is there also a hatred of the Cove Store Perth, where there's like ah oh, those fucking people in like City Beach and all the places? Yeah, like then that. there's the River Divide of yeah. the North and the South. Is that hate? There's just a lot of hatred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like, no funny. lack of hatred. I feel like there's, there's like one highway that divides. It's the same fucking town, but yeah. it's not. And um, so there used to be a lot of um. A lot of riots would, so we at Forestfield would rock up to parties and I would by no means, I wasn't the coolest kid in school, but I wasn't, the, I was in the middle, you know, yeah, one yeah, of the, yeah. who was just around and maybe got invited, but they, I was kind of the funny guy because, mm. oh, he's off his medication. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 you know? Pull someone's teeth out. Yeah. Yeah. Sick jump. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was kind of that vibe. And we went to, there was a lot. One of the first parties in Forestfield because there was a general hatred for the police. So it was near near a park. We just had a massive party and everyone just came street drinking. Cops rocked up, but they rocked up with two cars and there was a hundred kids. And wasn't me, but people in the in the group. Everyone bottled these cops and the and the cars. So yeah. they had to leave. Like the, Hyundai gets losers. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a VN Commodore and they had a shotgun, so I, we were pretty confident. Okay, <laughs> I, just them, different. I just remember seeing it, but then they released so much pepper spray, we all got fucked over. But then it was kind of like, ha, 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 remember that when my eyes were burning? You know what I mean? And it's just stupid shit. I, I love them the, when kids just have that like maths where they go, hold on, there's a hundred of us, there's fucking four of them and two cars, they can't arrest us all. And, Throwing bottles. Whereas if you're 30, you still you would never do that. You know what and I mean? And no one was cool. And I, even though I would say I didn't do this thing, I absolutely did not do this thing because I would just wouldn't fucking do it. But they would. It was just people in crowds just throwing them so they couldn't be seen and shit. It was quite cowardly when you think about it. Yeah. But you're the at, at our in our suburb. You hate there was a there was the police and there was you and that's yeah. how it's always been. I know now, now it's cool to hate cops because of all the hate crimes I've done. Yeah. But trust me, we were about thirty years ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We naturally hated everyone. Yeah. Um. So that kept, so then there was a, a massive bit of tension between the police and young kids, and yeah. then there was an, a party in Kalamunda, and something similar happened, and they got all their riot gear on and and just walked the line where they just walk in a straight mm. line to disperse. And but one night in um, this was at a party I got invited to last minute, um, and I pro- I probably had four beers, and we went to this uh, party. We weren't really invited, but we just hang out in the street, mm. which is kind of 
you just know something's going to happen because you kind of go there to watch what's going to happen. <laughs> but then, like, the cops were, like, there was something in the air but and they knew what's happening. So where this house was, they had already pre-planned their strike. So there was two streets or three streets and but nothing had even happened at this party. And this is a teenager's party. This is a teenager's party. And when I, there's a lot of violent people there and some – that previous bottling thing, someone a cop got bashed and shit. Like right. it's crazy, but it's so, still crazy for the cops to be like setting up a SWAT operation on a teenager. It's because there was so many things on the news that they kids out of to, control, uh-huh. blah blah blah. And there okay. happened to be four or five instances in the past five weeks, and it was all over the news that these kids in Forestfield and Kalamunda and this area are getting away with murder. Yeah. It's the same people causing the same fucking things. So they were ready to prove a point this night. Yeah, and they fucking walked the line. And everyone's throwing bottles and fucking rocks. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Mm. You know, and I probably did some stupid things that I shouldn't have done. Mm. And um, I remember seeing uh, a riot police officer hit my female friend with a shield and pushed her into a uh, letterbox. And I stupidly, and it's still the dumbest thing I've ever done to this day, I picked up a brick and I threw it at him. Oh. And I, I didn't realize at the time, but I broke his arm. Oh, wow. So it's, this is where it gets fucked. And this is where I don't know whether I can keep it in here. Cause I, <laughs> I just don't it's know. Okay. No, no, but it's, it's, it's a learning thing. Just hang with me, people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. not a, a showboating thing. It's a learning thing. Mm. And so that happened and I got her out of there. And then we just, we were trying to run away. It got dispersed. People were doing, you know, it was them versus us. They were throwing like those fucking smoke things yeah, and shit. Yeah, people yeah. were throwing bricks and bottles and rocks. We were trying to get away. A lot of people got away, but we ran around, me and two other guys ran around to the other side of this building. And then uh, someone came out of the house and assumed, when I, and I was a part of it, and, just, uh, and then police came out of the bushes and just charged us, like five or six of them, plain clothes to spear tackle us. I got tackled by uh, a person out of their house and then pinned by the, the cops. Wow, wow. And then I got put into a paddy wagon. Um, and then I was trying to, because there was so much going on. It was a massive riot. There's things on fire. It was mm. crazy. And then I could still see, I could see my mate from then. The cops handcuffed me behind my back, but I slipped him under, called him. I was like, undo this padlock now. Can't, I need to get the fuck out of here. And it, which was actually kind of funny because I hadn't seen this kid since I was in year three and we used to get in trouble all the time together and I hadn't seen him in about 20 years and he was in the paddy wagon. <laughs> I was like, Trent, how's it going, brother? <laughs> and I it's love, world yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, we yeah, died together. Yeah. Crayons, I kind of wanted to fucking, like I still <laughs> want to tell my mum because he was never medicated and he was told to and I, I wasn't, I was. So I was like, hey, we had different paths but we <laughs> ended up in the same spot. <laughs> um, yeah, the control experiment. But then, yeah. then I, end, so I was arrested and they had footage of me doing that and I ended up being charged with uh, instigating the riot wow. as a 16 oh, year old yeah um, you and you alone like you were the- me I was because they had to pin it on someone Fuck. so it was pinned on me and it was the worst uh, three months of my fucking life so they I was then taken to they took us because it was old school uh, and we're in the back of a paddy wagon so they took us bush bashing so they just took us off into the bushes and just fucking fanged the full drive so yeah, we'd yeah. smash into each other. Just scare the shit out of you. Yeah, hit your heads. And went they, down to the park, did doughies, figure Yeah, opened heads. up the back and then there were just all the police were standing there with battens and shit like Fuck. that. But when I got, when I got, um, 
I, I know they said the police brutality and shit, and I absolutely deserved it. But when I was pinned, they were just kicking the fuck out of me. And it's kind of weird when you realise that you were 16. Yeah. And I deserved it. Don't yeah. get me wrong, I had done that. But they were like putting knees into my head and pushing my face into rocks they're and trying shit. to get, yeah, they're, they're getting back for of course, other stuff. Of course, 110%. You know I mean? And this, like is not, were, yeah. this is not the moral of the story where I'm going. But the, so then we end up going into, the, into jail and I had to spend 24 hours there or overnight, which was fucking scary because they put us in with actual adults, even though we're oh, minors. Shit. So, and they were fighting in this jail. It was the mo- it was the most scared I've ever been. Then they turned all the air con on and removed all the mattresses for 12 hours. So you were just freezing. It was Fuck fucking, it, it was awful. Um, and then eventually my parents came, which is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, like when, the, with the, when you're 16, you're like, put me back in Gen Pop. I can't have Oh, I was like, man, I'm happy to do <laughs> no, time. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy to I'm do time. I'm this close to joining the white supremacist group. <laughs> I'm plaiting this guy's hair over <laughs> here. Like, Someone says I'm about to be his bitch, which <laughs> seems nice. I was like, I'm giving you the wrong name. They're not my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been more petrified because my dad's a scary guy, but I think I'm more scared of my mum. Of course. Because and I've never seen – their faces like that ever since. And I, don't, I hope I never do. And um, I went to hug my mum and she didn't hug me back and it was the weirdest feeling oh, ever. Oh, but that, 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 that the moment, shit, yeah. and I said, I'm so sorry. And at that moment, and I didn't know at the time, but that moment would be very important because then I was eventually taken to court. I was meant to go to, they were trying to send me to juvie as a 16-year-old. I had to do all these, so many things like um, raise money for um, widows of police officers and shit like that. He was cutting lawns. You had to try and prove that you're not a fucking shit cunt. Yeah. It took so long. Like it was a three months process of all this stuff we had to build up when we went to court. And then before we got into court, the cop that I hit with the brick uh, wanted to have mediation with me because he wanted to get to know me because he was trying to send me to juvenile justice, which I fucking deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a slip up and it was out of characteristic and I was drunk and I was off my medication. You're 16 years old. And I was, yeah. You get caught up in shit. Of course. Man. And I still, it's, I wouldn't change anything from that day because I learned the most I have about anything. Mm, mm, but mm. then I had mediation with this guy and we talk and we spoke and he said, oh, you know, what do you want to do with your life and all this shit? And he goes, I saw you and I've never seen it before out of all these young dickheads that come through that you went to hug your mum and I've never seen anyone do that before. So... I think you're actually not as I think you're caught up in this moment and you just made a young a stupid decision. And I was like, Yeah, I like I fucked up. Like and most of these guys when they rocked up to court and this is you know, because I still go to court now to represent myself for parking fines and things like that. They always represent they always drew a kindred spirit. So <laughs> I rep myself oh, in court. I love, though, I love it. I guess I'm bored. Um <laughs> but all these guys were wearing Adidas and all this shit and they got the fucking book thrown at them. But I was and they asked me that because there was all footage and they said, oh, who's this person? I knew who everyone was, but I just didn't call out any names. Right. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. were just trying to put the whole instigation on me. Like current affair was out the front because the last four months were apparently my fault. Ah. And I was like, I was on the front of the West Australian newspaper as a 16 year old with my parents next to me and everyone else was, you know, they, all their faces were fucking blurred out, which is embarrassing as fuck for my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Is um, this Corey Worthington era? Yeah, he would have been a couple of years after, so right. I'm the original. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm glad I also yeah. led with the Red Rooster story as well to be like, all right, now after police brutality and mum's being upset, <laughs> uh, here's some chicken. <laughs> um, 
And then, but then when I went into the courtroom and the guy who I hit and had the mediation with the police officer, I've forgotten his name still to this day. He, um, when he went up to the thing or whatever, I don't understand how it worked. I was too overwhelmed by the thing. He defended me and oh, said, wow. I know this kid. He is not the kid that the court thinks he is and to the judge. And I know I was the person injured in this incident, um, but I'm willing to, you know, I'm not going to be pressing charges and I hope that our team doesn't press charges against him because I think we're – Anyway, he just defended me because based on me hugging my fucking oh, mum. And he was right. I fucked up. And that I ended up getting away, not getting away with it. I got out of court. Like, you haven't met my dad. Like, I was in shit for a year. Like, you're like, oh, does anyone want their lawns cut? Because Brett will be over there in two minutes. <laughs> I was cleaning gutters for years. Like, like they wouldn't look at me, Frey. It was fucking psychotic. But then I... I they, all, all the charges got dismissed, so right. I didn't end up going to, like, well, I don't think I probably would have, but I didn't end up going mm. to juvie, which was such a life yeah. change. Would have, I would have been a different person than I am now. Oh, and totally. so, like, how long from the inth, from the night until you are, like, released or said you're not going, was it was that three months, did you yeah, say, something like that? Months, three yeah. months of just, like, cheating yourself, yeah. like, what Jesus the fuck could happen? Yeah, and then, like, at school, and then I wasn't, I was only allowed to leave the house to go to school, and, like, it oh, fucked. Man. And, like, even, like, shit, like, because I was, when I was medicated because, you know, because I had ADHD, and I, I, I was... Became good at school because I could concentrate, yeah. like in, in high school, like primary school, I couldn't pay attention. So it was just weird having like all of the fucking teachers like hate you. Yeah. No one wanted to speak to you. And like, but then people were like, oh, this is sick. And you're like, man, it's really fucking not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it, yeah. like it fucked me. Like it really ruined me. Yeah. Like, you would have been like the hero and in a way, but also like you'd be not appreciating that and you'd be like, this fucking actually sucks. You know yeah, what I mean? And, but then like, there was also the pressure of, because there was footage of about 10 other people who were in and some were out of school going like, you better not fucking say anything yeah, and shit. Fuck. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to say shit because it just, I'm like, I, I've already done that. It's, it's over. But they're like, you've, you know, know what I mean? So it was this, it was the most awful thing, but I reckon it really kind of, I don't know, without that, I wouldn't have had as much respect for people or not people, but maybe the police out of that. I don't know. Like it was just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain how. I mean, I get why you fucking bought the goat to mow your lawn. You never want to look at a fucking (laughs) victim. I know. It was, yeah, Brett's mowing, not just (laughs) (laughs) But I know, yeah, like, you know, this one cop would have been, again, like, cops fucking suck. But this one guy would have had a brick thrown at him, hurt, but saw that you. You know, we're not as you know. Saw saw you going down a path, getting thrown in juvie, and being yeah. a bad kid, and being like, "Oh, this kid's not actually a bad." It kind of really sh- like you know. I kind of have respect for police officers after that, and I never did before because mm. it was always like, "Ah, oh, fuck you, fuck you." It was always a line, but to put a face because even in a riot, you just see people with full body protections. You don't see that there's a person. Yeah, behind they're there. just a fucking robot. So exactly. when you meet the guy and you're like, "Oh, you're just trying to do the right thing," and I'm a cunt. Yeah, yeah. And I can see how I fucked up here. Yeah. So it was, it was a, it, it was a like, it was not, I know this podcast meant to be funny and I'm so sorry. No, no. <laughs> oh, this is so interesting. Next time when I throw, really I, I throw something at a police officer, it'll be out of a tin and like a snake, an eel pops out or something like that. Hey, I'm in this peanut bro. But that's such a fucking, because that's the thing where, you know, that happened to you at 16. If you had just not learned that lesson, kept being a, you know, a, a fucking, you know, mongrel, 
and then at 22 or 23 had done the exact same thing, the court and everyone would have been like, fuck this kid, you know? And you would have been on a different path. It actually really, which I, I think about it just even now in this moment, it actually made me want to leave the suburb. And that's why I moved to Melbourne like about four years later because that mentality was still around there and those people were still the same people and no one really yeah. learnt anything from that and they still thought that was funny. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I've got to get the fuck away from these people or I wasn't going to become one of them. You were just in the middle of it all and, yeah, they would have been like, oh, buddy, throw I, another brick or something and you'd just be like, I, hey, I, not, I, I did it cool. and I owned that action and I fucked up um, but I wouldn't change that night yeah, because yeah. it fucking got me – to be here today Fuck Without yeah. being a fucking doing Got you on this pod, pod. Doing this pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well I'm a, I'm at Sydney in general <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck here Yeah Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fucking hell we, we, That's crazy We love doing like Local character stuff And yeah. I wanted to see If you'd ever heard of this uh, this fucking Muppet, Ro Roger Barnett. You ever heard of this guy? No. So this is a guy who, believe it or not, he he was dumped from the One Nation Party for being too racist. From Forestville, Joseph King. So this guy, he was the um, he was the One Nation candidate too for much Forestville. This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> guy, like how fucking racist you got to be for them to be like, come on, man, that's a bit much. Yeah, rain it in. Uh, Stop saying. The he word. basically he he put a lot of stuff on Facebook comments and whatnot. And, and he defended them. He said that, uh, you know, it's all taken out of context, that's which is, that's yeah, a classic. Sure. Cool. I was just wearing a white hood and I burned <laughs> across. <laughs> and I um, said, kill everyone of, it was laundry different. day. <laughs> so he, he called, um, I don't know if you've, you'd obviously be familiar with Mirabuka Shopping Centre. Yeah. He called that uh, downtown Syria. And he said he couldn't That's find. That's pretty funny though. You he know, couldn't like, find any English you speaking. You can't say anything anymore. <laughs> and then, so he goes, I couldn't find anyone to ask a question because there was no one who was English speaking, European looking. Defending his comments, defending his comments, Mr. Barnett then said, my mechanics are Muslim. Such a great guy. <laughs> so he's going so for the like some of my best mechanics. I love Muslims. that one. Like, yes, I did the eyes, but <laughs> I ordered Chinese last yeah. week. Yeah. So yes. 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 I mean, who's racist here? No. And I it, love Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> and by which the way, should give me the right to say it. Yeah, yeah. it does. I get, was just rapping. <laughs> yeah, I was singing along. It does get worse. Uh, he'd also <laughs> he'd also been fined and charged for hitting his wife with a shoe. Oh, boy. Uh, so this is his... Oh, was he reenacting something? This is his quote. Uh, I slapped my wife with a thong on my 50th because she got drunk and got out of hand, he said. And the police treated me that night. It was as if I was killed her. <laughs> I was like, this, and this is him, by the way. This is uh, the lovely what Roger he Barnett. With his arm, he's holding he? a duck. Um, <laughs> looks he's like got, he's about he's to got break these fucking, He's got teeth, which he's got such. He's got fake teeth, he's which got, means he has previously had a big problem with the pipe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, always yeah. on the glass, Barbie. <laughs> his last one, his last little uh, um, Haru. He goes in another Facebook post. He like bragged that he'd punched a neighbor in the snoz when he wouldn't turn his music down. And uh, this was his direct quote from a Facebook post where it's like. If you're trying to like, if you've punched someone in the in the head and you're a bit of a grub and you've already got this history of 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 being a you know kind of a douchebag and a racist, you you, you don't want to do this to stand up for yourself. He goes, "quote I stand up for my family and my rights." Hail Hitler! <laughs> Is that what he said? No, he didn't. That was a direct quote. <laughs> the, the, honest, the defense oh, rests. Honest, honestly, knowing where we're from. I am not surprised he's not the Lord Mayor. You know what I mean? Like, that wouldn't have got him kicked out. 
But we we uh, this oh. is no fun story to this one. But the the uh, the um uh the latest uh, premier, you know the who's the person who versus the premier? Zach Kirkup. Yeah, he's from Forestfield. Yes. Yeah. Do you know him or something? No, yeah. I think I came Reci- up. With he's he's Alex's best man. So <laughs> he. Which is so funny because he's a fucking turncoat and everyone in Forestfield hates him and I have no idea how he even got in. But he was this pompous little fucking twat who used to he used to go to Woodla Pine Primary School and he used man he used so many big words even back then he was unrelatable <laughs> and no friends. I don't know like trying to run for student council. Yeah. Oh, he beat me because uh, I thought it'd be funny because I was in primary school I was quite popular and they used to force me to sit next to him because he would always work and I would be a pain in the ass and I was averaging 30% they thought it'd make me smarter which it did because I cheated off him (laughs) and then he he was so smug he was like I'm going to be what's that Uh, prefect or whatever yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and I was like I'm just going to run against this cunt to ruin his day (laughs) because I was like everyone in this class likes me more than him there is no way I'm not going to win and you're going to like Trump to his Hillary Clinton. You know, like yeah. he's like wanted yeah. it forever. And you're just kind of like, I don't give a shit, but and I'm going to win. He's talking about. This can't be more popular. We're going to get better books. Like, no one cares. Words <laughs> are for nerds. I'm like, I'm adding 10 minutes to recess. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And we're getting my corn rolls uh, every day. <laughs> you want chicken out of a car boot? You got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shopping bags full of cigarettes. I've got it all. <laughs> and I was like, there's no so way I could lose. And I fucking was, I was not bullying, but I was asking people for their votes and I was like there's no way I haven't won and still to this day Mr. Taylor you fucking rat I know you I know I won I know I won <laughs> recap Man, recap so I want to fucking recap <laughs> because he goes I got two out of 30 votes I was like can't I know at least three people in here who definitely <laughs> voted for me. But That's also so I like funny. to think that everyone was like, we are not letting this fucking idiot. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, at right. He was like, no, 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 we're not recounting. I was like, I want to see the votes. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, goes, yeah. no, no, we can't show you. I was like, fuck you. I was like, who voted for me? And everyone put their hand up. And I, and I was like, maybe they didn't. But I'm pretty sure they do. And then he was just fucking swanning about. Then he fucked off to Guildford Grammar like the rest of the rich cunts. And then he's never been back to that suburb since. (laughs) That's so funny because in my primary school, it was the thing where like, you know, you ever, there was like five or six kids would go in and the the first would be captain, second would be vice captain. And then there'd be three prefects. Like, so first five, you got on the podium sort of thing. And the, you know, the, the popular kids were like two, three and, Four and number one was this sort of nerdy kid. And we were like, that's crazy. No one voted for this kid. And we were blowing gaskets. And we we're like, what the fuck is going on? And it came out. We didn't know, but the teachers got a vote as well. And they never told us that beforehand. That should be illegal. Yeah, and we yeah. bullied, like, not bullied, but we, like, harassed someone, harassed the principal, the teachers, and, like, what is the system of voting? And they're like, do the teachers get a vote? And then he was like... Yes, teachers get a vote. No one admitted that until then. And we're like, do they get one vote or do they get two? And he wouldn't answer. And we're like, you get 10 fucking votes, cunt. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, how does this guy fucking cast I just got a flashback to how dodgy... Because, you know, like, in elections, it's all about fucking slagging off the opposition yeah. and shit like that. I remember, the, so it was it was like a two-week thing where you had to campaign or whatever the fuck. It was just <laughs> saying shit, who cares? No. And, like, it was just crap. I got a bag of durries in my passenger seat. Yeah, yeah, and it was just me going like, oh, yeah, I'm going to lose against the cunt that no one's sitting next to at lunch. He ate four bananas for recess. That's fucking weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is weird. That is weird, right? <laughs> and, um, like that. Too much potassium. One girl, uh, Alex, had a notepad and they said, my name is, and then people may know me by the words, and I thought it would be funny to write in her journal, 
Uh, my name is Brett, and people know me by the words cut, shit, shit, fuck, dick. I just wrote all the swear words <laughs> I could in this book, and then I was like, oh, I better take it out because you'll die on me, and I, I threw it in the bin. And then the next day, Zach oh. goes to the principal's office oh, that's fucking rad. with this piece of paper, and then they come into the class, and the principal's standing there, election week as well, very stressful already. <laughs> and the principal is like, well... This is the other person you're voting for. And then I got suspended while, during the election. Oh, Jeez. my Lord. Someone ratted me out. This is oh. like Comey and yeah. the FBI. Yeah. Can't, investigating. Can't even, I should have shredded my evidence. <laughs> crazy. This, I love this is like departed. Yeah. Yes. I just love the idea of all these kids in primary school, like you go going to the Blake rally. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, huge. <laughs> I had no, feel great again. I had no policies, and I, I halfway through, I forgot I was even running. Yeah. Like, I just said ten minutes at recess. I was like, can't as if I'm not gonna win. <laughs> I don't want to be a product of a, my environment. <laughs> oh, and I said that in, uh, there would be one mandatory round the twist a week. You know, like round the twist the was show? like yeah, the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Yes. watch it. Yes. Show. Instead of fucking class, man, I'm voting. For yeah, exactly. yeah, you're just yeah. Vote blank. <laughs> And so then fun. he lost uh, the WA state election in a landslide. Can't <laughs> suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. That's so funny. Brett could have, Brett could have done it. Oh, uh, fuck. We, we probably should ask the last question. Yeah, last right, couple James? of questions. Yeah, so we got two questions. So uh, if someone comes to you, Brett, and they're like, hey, I'm going to spend a day in your suburb. I'm going to come to Forest Field. Give me something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What would you recommend they do? And it can be the surrounding suburbs as well. Just for like something fun or to yeah. see something fucked. Le- uh, no, legitimately. Anything, if you're, like, you know. If you're like a legit tourist guide. We'd like okay. to send We like now, to give a positive thing at the end. But but I, I'm not, not going to say n- now, but as the uh, time zone when I was 20, yeah. I'll tell you the things to do. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 perfect. Uh, breakfast in the morning, you need to go down to uh, uh, Hartfield Park. Uh, and watch uh, the soccer, Forestfield United Soccer Club. They're a great team. There's now a stadium soccer. built there properly, which yeah. is fucking great. Yep. Uh, the afternoon, you need to head to the Forry Tavern. It is fucking sick. It's <laughs> like there's got just photos of blokes with their fish. We're so far from the ocean. It makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> there's a jukebox machine that's been removed because of me. <laughs> there's a drive through bottle Didn't shop. They even mentioned Micah. They're like, he's never been here anymore. <laughs> he hasn't come back. Yeah, we ate him. Um, Luke Steele is, is a re- from around our area as well. That guy. Yeah, that walk, like they were walking on the um, sun, dude. Uh, yeah, Empire oh, the of the Sun. Oh, the sun. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. from around there. Wow. And then uh, for at night, you really need to treat yourself and head to the Domino's. As a 20-year-old Brett, not because of the food, is because at 11 o'clock on a Friday, that's where everyone has their fights. So it's moved from the pit <laughs> to out the front of Domino's. So, man, I'm well, I can get it. on board with that either way. Yeah, I'll see yeah, a fight, yeah, I'll yeah. get a stuffed crust pizza. It's actually, like, it's not too bad. Like, there's beautiful I'll hills there. i stuffed crust cut, you know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Two for Tuesday, bang, bang. <laughs> I'll you a stuffed crust and then I retreat into the kitchen. If you really want to embrace our culture, just go to the Woodla Pine Creek and throw a trolley in there. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> I love trolley creek. Yeah. Oh, I trolley creek. You know? That's great. Perfect. Oh, perfect. And, and Jamie, so last, last question, one. Brad. You've obtained everything you've ever wanted from comedy and podcasting. Your, your and Kappa's friendship could never be stronger. <laughs> you got the flat stick. You have been picked by Johnny Knoxville to do the succession of Jackass. You and only you and Kappa. Okay. And Goldstein is your Bam Margiero who gets okay. kicked off. <laughs> and gets <laughs> fat and loses his mind. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When all is said and done, would you move back to Forest Field to settle down? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
fucking kill myself. <laughs> my, my parents still live there. No, it's that. It's not too bad. I got mates who still live there, and they're living their life, and I'm living my life. So that you do your, you do you, and I do me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind because there's actually some. There's about four by accident, by default. There's and um, there's the rich area, Kalamunda, and it's on a hill. But accidentally, by default, some of the about four of these rich houses are in the six oh five eight. Oh, area. yeah, yeah. And there used to be one hot bird who lived on there and they had this house that overlooked the fucking city and shit and there was a pool and I would just like to buy that house one day. Who's the king of forest field now, <laughs> Beautiful. Excellent. Uh, Thanks so much. Coming. Do you have anything you yeah. want to plug before you go? Uh, yeah, I've got a, a podcast called uh, Flat Stick with Nick Kappa. Um, and yeah, just add us on the Instagram at Brady Blake and you can follow all the shit I do. Thank you very much for having us, guys. And if oh, you ever course, see a stand-up man. show where Brett's on the lineup, I highly recommend Check going. He's a very funny guy. It, man. And um, yeah, thanks thank you so, so much, much for, for being on, Brady. Everyone who likes this, go and you know subscribe, rate us five stars. Tell your mates. We're on YouTube as well, so if you we Shout talked about some stuff, uh, I think we talked about a few images. We'll put them up on the video as well. So check that out if, if you you're want from as well. the Red Rooster in Forest Field. If you know more I'd about love any to of that, know the full story call, of that, please call me directly. <laughs> Shout out to Jake for saying hi to me at the uh, yeah, Golden yeah, Bar. Yeah, yeah. Drew was so excited. <laughs> one of our listeners fan met Drew the other day. Man, so good because I we. Multiple co- podcasts that start from fucking nowhere, and when you meet, I met a flat stick fan the other night. I was like, "You're just yanking my chain." <laughs> <laughs> no one listens Someone to this podcast. You catfish. Yeah. Where you're like, "All right, who's getting revenge porn?" Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Even my girlfriend goes, "No one listens to that." <laughs> <surely>. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, anyway see thank you so much, thanks everybody. Thanks see you guys. See you next week. Coming. See ya. Bye.